This episode brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving, cleaning, and even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right. I want to talk to you guys about Matchstick Golf. Matchstick is a custom designer of ball markers based right here in Portland, Oregon. It was born out of its founder getting sick and tired of trying to find cool ball markers that weren't huge, heavy poker chips that didn't cost $300 on eBay. Matchstick's markers include one-eyed alligator from Happy Gilmore and a stack of cash that will have you putting for dough and birdies. Right now, we're offering you 15% off your first order at matchstickgolf.com with the promo code TURN15. That's T-U-R-N-15 at matchstickgolf.com. Set fire to the greens. This is At The Turn. It's time for discussion and interviews about the world of golf you won't hear anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Nick Heidelberger and Joe Simons. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost dipping at your nose. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Holiday Gift Guide edition of At The Turn. Nick and I are here to help you and the golfers in your life Pick the perfect gifts for people who love this beautiful game. Nick, we have a style expert that we're going to talk to. Greg Montefort is gracing us with his presence the second time he's been on the podcast. Before we get into any of that, I've known you a long time, and I don't really know your feelings about the holidays and Christmas. You're a very festive, jovial guy. I assume you love the holidays. Yeah, definitely. Holidays are great. Um I mean, most of my family is out in Idaho, and I haven't lived in Idaho for a long time, so it's it's a good excuse for me to get out there and and, and see everybody, and and uh, yeah, it's it's always a fun time. You seeing people, having some drinks, having some cocktails, letting let yourself go a little bit. You know, you got all you got the rest of the winter to worry about health and wellness. Um, so yeah, just catching up, and and um, it's more about it's it's definitely about the spirit for me. Sure, I love it. Do you like Christmas music? Nope, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't so. really like. I accept it. Um, but I don't, it's, it's like, you know, a slow round of golf on Saturday, you know, you don't, you don't like, you know, a five hour round, but you just know it, it just comes with, you want to go play golf on a Saturday. It's going to, it's going to take five hours. You know, it's just part of, it's part of the territory. I bet Ash loves Christmas music. Doesn't she? <clears throat> we did have the Christmas, um, Spotify playlist uh, on the way to, uh, on the way to the superstore today. I love it. That's great. Yeah, we've been cranking the Nat King Cole, Charlie Brown Christmas records been playing. It's It's been very festive around here. I'm excited to dig into this. Personally, and we're recording this on the Sunday of Thanksgiving weekend, I've done no holiday shopping 
as of this point. I'm terrified, so I hope this puts me in the right frame of mind to just unleash myself and start buying gifts. Yeah, I think uh, I think it will. I'm looking at a rundown. I, th- I think it will. Okay. I want to start with the don'ts. We're going to do the do's and don'ts before we bring Greg in and talk style and fashion and clothing and accessories and these sorts of things. But, Nick, you've played golf for, what, over a decade now, you'd say? Yeah. Okay. So people in your life know you're a golfer, and I'm sure you've received certain golf-themed gifts that you haven't necessarily been thrilled with. You you put the smile on because I know you're a nice guy, and you say, hey, this is great, but boy, novelty gifts, folks, they're tough. If you have golfers in your life, there are so many better options. The putter on the toilet, um, the plastic flask um, that like is shaped like a golf club that you put in your bag, that's maybe one-time use only, but way more trouble than it's worth. I've I've gotten a bunch of these. Have you gotten these before, Nick? A couple, a couple that I've gotten that um, I've got. I got like a golf club pen with this little. It's like a pen. It's got a golf club on the end, and it's, it came with this little rubber golf ball that's like the size of a like smaller than a marble. Um, it, it's just kind of like a a piece of crumb fell out of your sandwich and it's just kind of rolling around on your desk. And like, you don't, you know, that one, I wasn't a huge fan of. There might even have been a hole that like, you're supposed to like hit it into like now that one I've gotten. And, and I actually liked that for about a week and then I lost the ball and then it just became a regular pad and paper, which, you know, yeah, I need that sometimes, but I, I get what you're saying. And then one year, and I, I, I can only say this cause I'm going to give Ashley a ton of credit later on in this podcast. Great. But I got the same 365-day, um, tip-a-day calendar <laughs> from her and her mother. <laughs> In the same year? In the same year. Oh, incredible. And I it, – this is more my personality, but those, like, page-a-day calendars stress me the hell out. Like, it takes, like, the first weekend of January. I come back to my desk. Like, I'm two days behind. And then, then like – before you know it, I'm like four months behind. I'm on January 3rd and it's like the master's weekend. And like, there's no way I'm going to keep up and read all these things. Then what am I going to do with all these scraps of paper? Like 365 scraps of paper, just kind of floating around. I, I'm not a big clutter guy. I like nice and neat and tidy. So just the whole concept of those things. Plus like the tip of day, I, <laughs> I have it's learned to hate random golf tips that like don't apply to your actual game or swing and like i just so really the whole package deal with that whole thing is just not for me and by the way if you're listening and you've gotten me any of these gifts lacy specifically uh you're great i love you everyone is so well-intentioned with these gifts and that's the thing is people are trying to find the hobby that you enjoy and say okay well joe and nick they love golf let me get them a golf thing and that's why we're here. We have gift ideas for the golfer in your life. Or if you want to buy yourself something while you're out there. And Nick, I'm just going to start with this. They are the main sponsor of this podcast. Full disclosure. However, if you are looking for a very affordable gift, classy, custom, handmade, small business ball markers, Get the ball markers from matchstickgolf.com. Use promo code TURN20 at checkout. We'll save you 20% off. They're already very reasonably priced, but we're going to save you 20% off of that. 
The stack of cash is back in stock. That's the most popular one. Excited to see that. They've added a sugar skull, a boxing glove, slice of pizza. Pizza slice, man. Oh. Have you got, did Dane send you that? Dane Delgado, you got to send, Nick eats pizza for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You got to send Nick the slice of pizza. I know you're listening, brother. It's Dane Delgado's company. I need the pizza slice. I do need the pizza slice. He needs it. More are going to be released throughout the month of December. And as we head into 2022, again, that's promo code TURN20 at checkout for 20% off. Matchstickgolf.com is a great place to start for the holiday shopping season. Okay. We talked about the don'ts. We talked about matchstick. We're going to hit you with some do's. Do you want me to start or do you want to go ahead? Uh, I, w- I want you to start. Okay. So, golf balls. Folks, pull up a chair. Let's talk about golf balls. Now, if you're a very savvy gift buyer, find out the golf ball that the golfer in your life predominantly uses. Okay? If you can find that out, I know, look, I know they picked up a lot of balls that they found in the creek There's a lot of strays hanging out in there. Go in their golf bag. Do a little research. This is going to show that you really care about the golfer in your life. Find the most predominant golf ball. You say your golfer in your life doesn't have a specific golf ball? That's fine. Go Titleist. Go Callaway. Go Vice. Pick something high-end, a nice, high-quality golf ball. If you spend 40 bucks on a box of golf balls, it is going to be high-quality, regardless of the brand. Really, you're not going to find golf balls that are bad for 40 bucks, regardless of the brand. If you're going to buy golf balls for a serious golfer in your life, make sure it's 40 bucks if you don't know the specific ball that they use. Does that sound right to you? It it does. But I think I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm glad you emphasized find the one they play because I, this was kind of on my don't list is like equipment. And it, there's definitely a gray area. You don't want to just go get a box of balls and say, I got you golf balls because any type of golf equipment, I think the golfer in your life is probably specific about like the type they want. Like I never believed golf balls had an impact on my game until I, I like got these random vice balls. Like I I get a ton of one model of vice ball and like a couple boxes of a different model. And I noticed they were flying straighter and I was like, is it me? I don't think it's me. I found out it was the ball. Now I'm playing a, a Bridgestone ball that is it's super straight. And like one time I ran out of those and I and I played put some old vice into play. And lo and behold, it was not nearly as straight. So again, definitely find out the ball that your your golfer plays. If they have a specific ball, if they don't, maybe like you can you can find a good one for them, but definitely don't just buy a random ball and, and give it to them. It shows that you're going the extra mile if you actually find the golf ball that they use, right? It show it, it it adds that, especially if you're not a big golf fan. First of all, thank you for listening to this podcast. But it shows that you're going the extra mile to find the exact golf ball. But you can never go wrong with a nice Pro V1 either from Titleist. That's true. Okay. I have to get this one in and then and then you can go with one because I'm very excited about this. I think this is a great idea. My folks grew up on a golf course. Like that's where they met. They've been playing golf for 40, 50 years. They have this stack of fantastic golf books from the 60s and 70s. Oftentimes when you find golf books from that era, the illustrations, pictures are beautiful. We're not talking old. We're talking vintage, like a really nice high quality book at a 
bookstore. You find it, you purchase it, you write a little message on the inside cover, just a nice little note to your loved one. I think that is a great gift idea. Now, if you're talking about what specific you're looking for, find the best golfers from that era. Palmer, Nicholas, Weiskopf, Trevino. Those are the guys you want to look for if you're looking for something to search at your bookstore. Start there and kind of branch out, and you'll find that they're associated with a lot of big instructors from the era. Nick, I've got a couple of Jack Nicholas books that, I mean, the, these illustrations are gorgeous, and they're beautiful books. You probably find one at a, like a nice used bookstore for like 50 bucks. Like They're, they're probably going to cost a little bit because they're really high-quality items, but if you find one of those, I think it's a great idea for the golfer in your life. Definitely. That, that's one I didn't think of, but especially this time of year when it's the off season and, and you're you're going to have some downtime away from the course, but you still want to stay connected to the game. Book's a great way to do that. So, Joe, I hate to steal your thunder on this one, but top do, I know it's on your list too, um, but two of the best golf gifts I've gotten are gift cards. One was a, a gift card for a round of golf at a really nice facility. It was out in Hawaii. Resort, 36 hole facility. I was gifted two rounds of golf there, a round at each of the 18 hole courses. I went up. I had I had a great day in some January day in Hawaii. Played 36 holes of oceanside beautiful golf. That was an awesome one. If if wherever you live there's like a nice prestigious course in the region within, you know, one to two hour drive even, um, you know that the, the green fee might surprise you. That could be a, a really good bucket list round for, for the golf in your life. And even if, even if they've played the course before, it's still a good gift. It doesn't matter if they've played it once or twice. It's, it's a bucket list for them. Um, a nice round of golf is always a good gift. And now that these are kind of more popular, I got last year, I got a gift card to an indoor track man driving range facility, which was awesome. Um, being in a four seasons climate, I'm away from the golf course for five to six months. Christmas is the perfect time to give this gift, keep, keep them swinging at a club. Um, it's a really good way to, to stay fresh. And then also like February, March, early April, kind of really, really dial in, uh, when you're about to hit the course. And even if you're not giving a gift card, that is the value of a round at that night's course. Like if the round costs 200 bucks. Don't feel obligated to make the gift card 200 bucks or at the TrackMan facility if it costs 75 bucks or whatever. Give them money towards it because it gives someone an excuse and it's like, well, the round usually costs 200, but I got this $50 gift card. So this is a good excuse to get out there and then pay the rest. Don't feel obligated to make that entire purchase, but you, you just can't go wrong with golf gift cards. This It's it's a perfect gift. You're I know you people... Some folks out there just are very anti-gift card because it shows like a lack of imagination or something like that. But it is a great gift. And if you have a golf in your life, they're they're going to love it. Yeah. It's, we're, it's not a Target gift card here. You know, it, it's very specific to their interest. And golf is something that people are particular about. Like if you want to buy somebody a golf club and you're like, well, I don't know what golf club to get them. Do not buy them a golf club. Golfers no. want to buy their own golf clubs. If you want to buy them a golf club. Get them a gift card because then they can pick out their own golf club. Part of the enjoyment of being a golfer is picking out your own stuff. So in this case, a gift card is kind of personal. It is because you're showing that you know their top interest. 
Do you have any more do's and don'ts? I'm keeping mine very simple. I've 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 got some more do's. Okay. So style is where you can like put something into another golfer's bag. Like you don't want to, like I said, you don't want to get them a club. I'm kind of iffy on if you should get them a ball. Like their game is their game. But style, there is some real personality and attitude in golf now. And even though Matchstick Golf is a sponsor of this podcast. That's a really good gift because it's something that is is very personal, very stylish, very unique that you you can give to a golfer a ball marker um, that nobody else in the golf course is going to have, nobody else is going to have seen. It's going to make them stand out on the golf course. A couple other things along those lines: head covers. In the last five years, head covers have come so far along. You can get a head cover that's identical to your pet. Um, you can get just really creative, really, really classy, like all leather head covers. There's a lot of different ways you can go with those that, again, are they're stylish. They they stand out. They're unique. Um, they're they're very valuable. So I think anything that kind of isn't going to impact their score on the course, but it's going to impact how they look and feel on the course is a good way to go. The last golf gift that I've gotten that I've really liked, I do have one more. A subscription to Golfer's Journal. Um, the Golfer's Journal, it's it's such a good, I mean, they call it a book. It's 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 more than a magazine, it's it's quarterly, it's incredible, it's it it's awesome. Any golfer will absolutely love it. Um, that is a great gift. Joe and I were lucky enough to be joined by Greg Montefort, golf style insider and editor-in-chief of golf-threads.com to give us his take on the golf style and the best do's and don'ts for the gifts on the style side of things. So without further ado, here is our interview with Greg Montfort. Form-fitting or like a Euro-style cut of clothing seemed to be the trend over the last several years. But now I'm seeing that like baggy jeans and baggy type clothes are in sort of a vintage look. Is that something that's going to make its way to the golf course as well? Absolutely. I think we're kind of already seeing it. And I feel like last time when I was on with you guys, I talked about pleats and we all had a pretty good laugh about it. But like we're kind of starting to see them again. And like I think Keith Mitchell on tour is doing like a really cool job of like kind of this retro 80s look, right? Of like, I wouldn't say they're baggy pants, but they're definitely kind of more of a straight fit pant and less slim than what we've seen the last couple of years. And then, uh, you know, he has, you know, more of like the natural kind of cotton blend type of polos and he's totally rocking that tour visor. So uh, definitely seeing more of like that retro 80s, 90s uh, coming back. Uh, but I would say like what I'm seeing like in men's fashion and what I also like what Keith Mitchell's doing, like the length of his pants uh, you know, it doesn't have that full break like back in the 80s, right? They're kind of cut right above the shoes. So, uh, and the other thing that I like about it is it's more kind of like a carrot shape to the legs. So a little bit wider uh, at the hips where we all probably need a little bit more room anyway. And it does have a little bit of a taper like through the legs and things like that. So uh, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know when we're going to see it a little bit more on the course because golf always seems to lag behind men's fashion. 
uh, by a few years, but I feel like golf is catching up from like a fashion standpoint. Though. Nick, I have to jump in because you mentioned Keith Mitchell and I saw him. He played great in the CJ Cup, so he was obviously on TV a lot. Talk to me about his placard because it feels just so wide open. I feel like I can see so much of Keith Mitchell's chest. Is 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 that part of the 80s, 90s trend you're talking about? Or is that a Keith specific thing that we should just let Keith do? I mean, he's not going like full Harry Higgs, right? He's like <laughs> one button more than Harry Higgs, I think. So yeah, it's just kind of like this loose and free kind of look. I guys, I like I don't remember the 80s that much so far as like what the what plackets were doing back then and how yeah. I was wearing them and stuff like that. But uh yeah, it, it like he and Harry Higgs, like they got their own vibe, man. Like <laughs> it's uh it's pretty cool. So <laughs> When we start to see some of this stuff, how can like regular guys like myself, and I'll lump Joe into that too, even though I think he's got a little more clout than I do. Um, how can we determine like what's like some one personal guy's style that's out there and what's going to be a trend that's going to catch on that we want to get on early? Yeah, I, I still think it's the big thing is just find your own style. Uh, and And talking about trends, like, I don't know that there are any trends these days. Like, I think the great thing about like men's fashion and like golf is like anything goes right now. It's like, you can roll up to the course and like joggers and a hoodie and you're good. Or, you know, you can roll up with some baggier pants, uh, you know, and you're good. Or, you know, you can play it traditional with a striped polo and like really tailored pants and some classic shoes and you're good. Like kind of anything goes right now. So, I would just say it like, you know, getting back to like Keith Mitchell, Harry Higgs, like they just, they own their look, right? Like it, it just works for them is they own it. And like, even that goes back to like Ricky for a few years too. Like not many people can pull that off, but like work for him because he owns it and he rocks it. So like, just find your comfort zone. Yeah. Hoodies were worn at the Ryder Cup. They're becoming more predominant in professional golf. They've been on the Euro Tour for probably longer than the PGA Tour at this point. Is this a push toward a more, and if there's a better word, please correct me, casual style overall? Yeah, I think it's casual. I think it's sporty, too. Um, the one thing that I really like about the Ryder Cup hoodies that the, the U.S. team was wearing, what I also like about like a brand like Grayson and what they're doing with hoodies is they're taking like a really casual type of piece, a hoodie or something sporty, and elevating it uh, through the use of like cashmere, right? So it's kind of like, I'm really into like a juxtaposition of styles these days. It's like, how can you take something from here? Like it's more classic, but take another piece that kind of works with it and it's more casual or more sporty and they work together, right? And you don't have to have like that classic look from head to toe anymore. Like the other day I was wearing some Grayson joggers and I wore like the new Footjoy Premier Series uh, shoes with them, right? And uh, it was like the classic look with kind of a more, you know, modern look with the joggers and totally worked. I loved it. I'm going to do it again. So Awesome. One thing I've seen on the course this year a little bit that really surprised me is like shorts that almost look like basketball shorts. Is is that a, is that a thing or is this just like some random bum who who just rolled out of bed and, and, and showed up to his tea time? I think it, again, it's like anything goes these days on the course. Uh, 
like you're definitely getting more of like kind of the streetwear influence, also like some skater influence as well. So like a brand like Malbon, like yeah, I saw some of the shorts that they were doing and totally like a kind of street style, skater style, almost basketball style type of short. Uh also think looking at shorts this year, like this was really the first year that I saw kind of the they're shorter as well, kind of in the length. Like we had always said, you know, make sure they're not really touching the top of your knee, like make sure they're tailored and things like that. I mean, this year it was like, we were kind of seeing like six inch uh, inseam, seven inch inseams. I went a little bit shorter on my shorts this year too. And uh, I think with that, maybe also a little bit wider as they're getting a little bit shorter too. So yeah, a little bit of throwback. I mean, we're not talking about like John Stockton or like Larry Bird <laughs> shorts or anything like that, but uh, not yet a at little least. shorter, a little bit more tailored. Yeah. Let's not go back there though. <laughs> well, Greg, is it, is it the old adage of everything's just cyclical? Like if the more form fitting, more traditional is now sort of leaving and it's an anything goes attitude, would you expect that sometime in the next three, five, seven years, we go back to that more sort of traditional style, maybe longer shorts? Is it is it just constantly something that's evolving and changing, but sort of in the same patterns over time? It's totally cyclical. I mean, it's hard to come up with new things in fashion, I guess. So I think when I look at like the brands right now, they're having like a big impact they're taking like really kind of classic type of pieces and they're putting a modern spin on it. Right. So whether that's like through introducing camo or something like that. So sorry to go back to Grayson again, but like these cashmere sweaters, right. But you do it in a camo pattern, like totally edgy, you know, in cashmere, a little stuffy, right. Really classic, sophisticated, but now you put a modern edge on it by doing it in camo. Uh, also thinking like a company like G4 as well, who, you know, kind of, they have a line of like really classic looking shoes, right? But, you know, add a little bit of camo on it, add some, you know, skulls and crossbones to it. And it puts a little bit of a modern edge on it as well. So I think like, yes, you're always going to, everything's going to come back after a certain number of years. It's like, how do you kind of put that modern spin on it? So it's still fresh. Right. All right. I'm going to do a quick word association with you, Greg. Okay. <laughs> Joggers are to 2021 as blank is to 2022. I, I think it's going to be hoodies. I mean, it's, I, I feel like I've been talking about hoodies for a few years, but like every, I think every golf brand that I can think of has a hoodie in their lineup right now. Wow. So like I, I was talking to my dad the other day, he's like 75, right? He's like, I need to get like a hoodie for the course. Like, what should I get? I'm like, I don't know. Just like pick one, go, go to the course, try, try a couple on, like what's your favorite golf brand? They probably have one for yeah. you. So uh, I think it's going to be hoodies. Um, I, I think the Ryder cup was kind of like the breakout moment uh, for hoodies. The U S team just like wore them so well. Uh, I think that was probably like the most talked about, you know, piece of the uniforms uh, that week. So, yeah, I I love that answer. And I was I was checking out your Ryder Cup um, fashion <laughs> breakdown, the, the preview edition, and I saw the the hoodie with the bear on it, which I had never seen that that bear before. But I was like, oh my god, this is this is one of the coolest like golf pieces I've I've seen in a long time. Um, one one last question that I have is is hats. 
I am always like kind of tempted to, to do something a little different, you know, you know, not not stick with the with the routine. Um, I've always kind of been attracted to the bucket hats, but I, I've never really pulled the trigger on that because I, I look at like Bryson, for example, and I'm like, how dumb does he look in his stupid hat? And I don't want to be out there shooting 98 in some dumb bucket hat that's blown off in the wind every other hole. Uh, any guidance here? Like, is there a cool way to like have a little bit of flair with, with a hat that's not like so crazy you just look like an idiot? Uh, like... I cannot wear a bucket hat. So like props to anyone who can pull it off. Like, I think that's one of those things, like you can either pull it off or you can't. Uh, like I open up my Instagram and all these people are wearing bucket hats and they look awesome on the course. And then I go try one on. And I'm like, Oh my God, look like totally like, <laughs> like judge smells. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I think like I've been wearing a lot of rope hats the last couple of years, you know, mm. again, kind of a little bit of retro look back to the eighties. I still remember wearing rope hats, like, back playing high school golf and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that's, that's hats, one option. Uh, I think we're done with the flat bills, so I wouldn't go back mm. in that direction at all. I mean, dad style caps kind of coming back mm. as well. As you talk about like men's fashion, streetwear, seeing more of that and kind of, you know, that's coming back in the golf as well. So, you know, it's, again, it's like kind of a classic. Yet it's still kind of modern as well. I'm relieved to hear that dad hats are coming back. Uh, I work one of my uh, summer jobs is I do public address for the local baseball team and all the employees are 24, 25. And I was wearing a hat and they said, nice dad hat. And I was like, is this guy making fun of me? I didn't realize that was the nomenclature for that actual type of hat. I've learned so much this year, Greg. They were they were giving you props and you didn't even know it. I know. I thought I was being insulted. That's that made me feel even older after the fact. Believe me. (laughs) So, Greg. You're the style insider for PGATour.com. Of course, you can follow him at Golf Threads blog on Instagram and Twitter. We've brought you here because this is our holiday gift guide. We want to give people some guidance. You, of course, are a style insider, fashion expert for golf. We're hoping to get some potential gift ideas out of you, either a specific brand or a type of clothing. Let's start with that lower end, someone who you like, but, you know, may, you know, you know look, pe- money's tight this time of year. Let's try to do 50 bucks, maybe under. What are you thinking? What's a good idea for someone in that range? Yeah, cool. A few a few ideas here for you. Like no golf chachkis like we were talking about. <laughs> uh, first, uh, Asher gloves. So if you all are familiar with Asher, uh, make really cool kind of colored gloves. Uh, a lot of different colors. Uh, there's different patterns as well. Uh, if you just prefer like more traditional white glove, they have those options as well. Uh, they just dropped this collection of three gloves that are all tonal blue. So it's like a light blue, a medium blue, a navy blue. They look awesome. They're perfect for winter. I love like kind of the icy blue looks for the winter months. And apparently I just saw that they're getting ready to drop like a tonal brown collection as well. So three there. So all those colors are going to work really well for uh, winter, for fall. Uh, $24 for like one glove or you can get like the collection of three uh for 65 so i'll like i've been wearing it's the only gloves that i wear on the course because i just love you know being able to like sync uh you know match my glove to a shirt or just like introduce a little pop of color like if i'm wearing like uh gray and black or something like that so uh i someone someone will love having uh that under the tree i guess yeah i love that one so 
What about the $100 range? You know, maybe it's not your spouse, but, you know, some maybe like a sibling you don't talk to very often, but you want to show them that you care. What do we get for that person in your life? Yeah, it's like 100 bucks. Like, I was thinking about it. It's like a weird price point in golf. I feel like everything's here or like it's yeah. way above 100. So a couple of years, like you want to dial in your bag too. So like get some cool head covers. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love the Seamus covers. You know, they do wool. They do uh, some wax canvas, things like that. Like quality is just like incredible and great people there as well. Another head cover company that I like is uh, Stymie. Uh, as well and uh, they do a lot more custom uh, covers so like if you really want to get like that personal gift uh, for somebody Stymie's a great place to start like great great covers there as well it's leather or wax canvas or uh, things like that so uh, and yeah just another thing for your bag too is like I'm really into like nice rangefinder cases these days like we all have rangefinders and like we just have this like boring like gray rangefinder case that like came with our rangefinder right so uh there's one from jones that's like a little pouch uh i have that on my bag had it for you know a year or so that's only like 25 dollars, so that would actually fit into your other category Hmm. as well and there's one from a company called sentinel golf uh, a little higher price like in the 85 dollar range i think but it's made from like uh, Cordura nylon and has like this X ply mesh, they say that's like waterproof and like a ripstop film. And then uh, it's lined with neoprene to like really protect uh, the, the rangefinder as well. So, a couple ways to dial in your bag there. Killer. A little accent to the whole experience of, you know, mat- mixing and matching your whole golf game. Yeah. Looking good on the course is more than just your fit, right? So. Look good, feel good, feel good to play good. Tiger told us many years about that. All right. You mentioned Grayson. You mentioned G4. Those, of course, are wonderful high-end companies. Um, I G4 sends me a catalog every so often. Uh, my girlfriend just tries to throw them away. She's like, you don't need to spend $400 <laughs> on golf shoes. Like, you just don't do it. So besides those two companies or even other products you haven't talked about, what's some of the high-end stuff if you're really looking to dial in a nice gift for someone this year? Yeah, a, a couple more customization options. And I think in golf style right now, it's all about footwear, right? And so whether you got like Jordans and, uh, you know, uh, Air Maxes and Stan Smiths for like the sneaker heads, but then like Footjoy came out with their premier series, which I really like kind of classic looks, but have, you know, the modern comfort that's built into it. So uh, two kind of options that I, I think are great for custom shoes. One of course is like Footjoy's My Joys program. So in, you know, totally customize, you know, those three different models of the, the Footjoy Premier Series. Another brand is called Savardi Shoes. I believe they're out of uh, the UK. I just uh, designed a pair of shoes with them a, a few months ago, and they have a lot more customization options than uh, the MyJoys program. But I did like this black shoe with kind of a patent leather saddle and then like a wool camo in the back. And uh, you can do like really unique uh, designs uh, with them and, uh, you know, really traditional looking shoes too, with like a stacked heel and uh, they can put like initials, uh, stamp initials into the heel as well. So uh, two, two good options there for uh, shoes. Another uh, thing, getting back to bags, like McKinsey bags, uh, if y'all are familiar with McKinsey bags, but like, a lot of you, know, you can just go in and design your own bag, right? Uh, 
it's probably going to set you back like close to a thousand bucks or something, but we're, we're talking about the high end stuff here. So, uh, you know, single strap, just a really cool look. Everyone I know that has a McKinsey bag, I don't have one. Uh, I don't know how to explain to my wife yet. Like trying to buy a thousand dollar golf bag, but hey, when uh, you figure it out, let me know. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody that I know loves them and wants to get more of them. So uh, it, maybe it's not like a rabbit hole that I want to go down. Them, so <laughs> I love it. So we have ideas for fifty, a hundred dollars, and the high end. Greg, before we let you go, I do want to ask you one more thing. Do you feel pressure when you go onto the golf course? to look 10 out of 10 every single time? Like, I'm sure sometimes you just want to wear a white t-shirt and some basketball shorts, right? Or is it always just to the nines? No, like, yeah, it's just my thing, I guess. Like, I, yeah, that's just how I show up. And, uh, you know, I've been doing it for so many years that, like, my friends that I play with, they're like, yeah, we just know, like, you're just going to be the best dressed of like the foursome <laughs> and that's the way it is. So, but I mean, there are definitely days where I get out there and I'm like, like getting back to just like feeling comfortable with what you're wearing. It's like, you know, I don't really feel comfortable in this, like for whatever reason. And like, um, yeah, I'm not going to wear this style or, you know, this shirt again, I think. And like, I've certainly like, I usually play early. So, uh, you know, at dawn, yeah. Uh, I, can't say that there have been some times when I've showed up to the course and yeah, it looked like I got dressed in the dark and the color <laughs> combo seemed like a good idea a couple hours ago and not so much at uh, like 10 a.m. So uh, I wouldn't say it's always 10 out of 10, but <laughs> no, I get I, it. I try I'm, to sure, get there. I'm sure your seven is my like 11 out of 10. So I, I, uh, I yeah. totally get even it. the best dressed guys on tour, like have an off day. Everyone yeah, well. exactly. Justin <laughs> Thomas misses sometimes. I, yeah. I, I understand. <laughs> Greg Montefort, follow him at golf threads blog on Instagram and Twitter. Greg, thank you so much for participating in this. We appreciate you coming on the returning champ, his second appearance on at the turn. Awesome. Anytime guys. Thanks a lot. I'm Lacey Evans. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next time at the turn. <laughs>